you're looking for an opportunity to get ahead in life, maybe with your body, your mind, relationships, this is the program, gang. David Essel Live, welcome aboard. Celebrating 22 years on the air every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific. Broadcasting live out of Studio E in Los Angeles, California. You're listening to us on XM246 as well as streaming worldwide for free at TalkDavid.com. Proud to be part of the Premier Radio Network. Uh, we're gonna, we, we've got a bunch of emails we're going to get to. We've got a ton, as a matter of fact, of emails. We've got some people asking questions about sex and alcohol uh, relationship stuff, all kinds of, and if you have a question right now, our toll free number, 1-800-548-TALK, 1-800-548-8255, phone lines are open, free coaching on the air, one-on-one free coaching. If you're on the fence, if you're stuck, you're procrastinating, you've got something you'd really like to do, maybe you want to dramatically increase your income, maybe you want to lose some weight and nothing's working, let go of an addiction, Maybe you're looking for that incredible love relationship and you haven't found it and you don't know where to look next. 1-800-548-8255. You could be in a relationship squabble. Or maybe you've got some parenting issues. Your kids just are not complying with what you desire. Uh, you know, I was, I was, uh, asked, I was interviewed on a show the other day about this huge influx once again of 18 to 31 year olds coming back to live with mom and dad and not paying any rent as a matter of fact there's a question we've got maybe we might even be able to get a chance to get to it we'll get your feedback on that but they're not paying rent they're not paying room board nothing is that right aren't we enabling kids then to be slackers we'll get to that but if you have a question personally and you're sitting going gosh i'd really like to get this answered right now call me one 800 548 8255. We'll get you in the lineup. This, Justin, how do you tell your partner that they drink too much? We have been together 12 months and she never drinks until Friday and Saturday. But each weekend she overdoes it. She claims because it's only on weekends she couldn't be an alcoholic. I rarely drink at all. Uh, three weekends a month, no issue. Yet one time a month, it leads us to missing a Saturday gym appointment, a movie day, or a day at the beach with friends because she's too tired, simply hungover. Have your listeners dealt with this? Do I limit the amount she's drinking? Do I tell her no more alcohol? I love her so deeply. He says this twice. I love her so deeply, but I now have fear and resentments. Have you been in that situation what would you tell him to do? 1-800-548-8255. His girlfriend, they've been together for a year. She drinks one weekend a month. And uh, she drinks every Friday and Saturday. But one weekend a month, she overdoes it. She's hungover. They cancel plans to do things. What would you tell him to do? Have you been there before? Are you in that current situation? Would you stay with that person? Would you set really strong boundaries with a consequence, and if they didn't follow it, would you leave them? If you've been in that situation before, did you end up leaving them? Did you figure out a way to make it work? Did you stick together? Call us. Let us know what you think. 1-800-548-8255, or you can text us, 941-266-7676. Text 941-266-7676. Phone call 1-800-548-TALK. 1-800-548-TALK. What would you do in that situation? 
you know, you, I mean, you've got a couple options, right? You can just say, hey, listen, this has been going on for a year. Oh, my God. Once a month, you're hungover all weekend. We don't do anything. The other weekends, you still drank, but there's not an issue. But once a month is an issue and a big issue. We cancel plans with friends. We don't do what we think we should do or want to do. I'm building resentments. This is the guy who wrote into us. I'm building resentments. I have fear that this relationship may not last. What would you tell him to do? Would you tell him to go? Would you tell him to stay? Would you tell him to try to work it out? Would you tell him to set really powerful boundaries? Would you say, I'm going to give you one more chance, either clean this up or leave? Would you have the the strength to do that? Would you just roll with it and say, oh, my God, whatever. It's once a month. I'll just deal. I'll work around it. There are so many people that struggle with this, you know, and they become codependent to their partner. They're afraid to leave. They're afraid to rock the boat. I don't know. Do you think you deserve something great? Do you think you deserve a better relationship with that? I mean, that would be one of the questions I'd ask, right? Like, if this is satisfactory, is that okay? I just got a text in saying that this is totally off the wall. I drink every Saturday and Sunday. I've never had a hangover since I was 18 years old. If my partner had a hangover to the fact that we had to change plans, I'd give them one more chance and then leave. Thank you very much. Uh, the next one is tell him to go to Al-Anon meetings. That should take care of everything. Okay, I don't agree with that, but thank you for your text. Nine four. Here's the text. 941-266-7676. This is the text. 941-266-7676. The phone call, 1-800-548-TALK. 1-800-548-TALK. Would you stay in a relationship where your partner once a month was incapacitated with hangovers due to alcohol? Do you think that that's okay? Is that a person you'd stay with? Is that a person you'd leave? Uh, The gentleman that wrote in has been with this individual for 12 months. He has fears. He has resentments. Guess what? That relationship's going nowhere. My opinion is it's dead already. It's in the water. It's dead in the water. It's not going anywhere. If I was in his shoes, I mean, I don't even know if I'd waste any time, quite frankly, saying you got one more chance. But if I was going to waste time, I would say you have one more chance. (laughs) How's that for an answer? If I was going to waste time with someone who's getting drunk once a month and missing that whole weekend, I think it's an absolute waste of time. But if I chose to waste, let's just say I happen to love this person so much, I couldn't leave them, blah, blah, blah. I would give them one chance and I'd say, listen, if this happens again, I'm gone. I would say that right now. And maybe it happened last night, right? And maybe they're thinking about drinking tonight. It's Saturday night. I would say I'm out of here. I am absolutely gone if this happens one more time. Go get help. Go get professional help. I'm not going to enable you. I'm not going to help you. I'm not going to pay for it. None of that. It's up to you. If I'm in this guy's shoes, at the most, I'm, if he's put up with this for 12 months, see, this is where we talk about is love enough in a relationship? And the answer is always no. You have to have love. You have to have respect. And obviously, he doesn't respect himself very much to stay in this kind of a relationship. And she doesn't respect herself very much to continue on with this issue, this problem. Um, we just got another text in that said, drinking once a month to that level is not an issue, dot, dot, dot. I don't see it as a problem if someone decides to take one weekend out a month, 
have it to the races, or I should say go to the races with alcohol and then get back on the saddle and don't do it for three weeks. It sounds like she might be a lot of fun. <laughs> that's spoken by a true alcoholic. That, whoever just texted me in, that's a true alcoholic speaking, gang. 1-800-548-8255. 1-800-548-8255. That's a true alcoholic. Someone that can write in saying that's not a bad thing. If she misses one weekend a month because she's hungover, that's not too bad. And she might be a lot of fun. Oh, my God. That is pure alcoholism. I mean, I just think that living in that kind of a relationship is is chaos and drama. It's insanity. It doesn't make sense at all. Uh, it You know, if it's once a month, if it's once every couple months where someone's incapacitated, why would you want to be in that? I, I understand your fears and resentments building. I think I would have a lot of fear and resentments as well. I also don't think I would have been there more than two months. But since you are there for 12 months, if you want to give it one more shot, here's another text coming in saying, "Uh, I agree with you, David. He probably should have left at 60 days, comma. Now he's become codependent with her, comma, enabling her to do what she does best, become an alcoholic. 1-800-548-8255. We're going to get to more of your texts, more of your emails right after this. Call us. If, you, if you're stuck with your weight issues, if you're stuck with money issues, if you're stuck with love issues, call me. 1-800-548-TALK. We'll get you out of your rut, into the life that you want. More information at talkdavid.com. I'm David Essel. Stay right there. Oh, my God. The responses are crazy. been an Animal Radio News Update. Get more at AnimalRadio.com. Rocking across the USA every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific, broadcasting live out of Studio E in Los Angeles, California. You're tuned in to David Essel Alive, America's Positive Radio Talk Show. Call me, 1-800-548-8255. Let's go to Florida. Bob, you're on with David Essel. Good evening. Hey, Bob, what's on your mind? Well, what I, uh, one thing I didn't hear uh, on this guy and this girl are they married or just dating or what? They've been married or not married. They've been dating for 12 months, Bob. All right. Here's what I would do. If uh, 12 months, he probably does love her, but he needs to find out or she needs to find out why she's doing the drinking every weekend, but once a month she goes o- overboard. Right. Now, there's a reason behind it, and if I was him, I would run because it's only going to get worse. And you know what, Bob? I think you're so dead on. You know, if if we don't have the self-respect enough in a relationship, when someone has repeated a behavior that is harmful for 12 straight months, it's not about her anymore. It's about that we don't have enough self-respect to say this isn't healthy for me. Do you agree with that? I wholeheartedly agree with that. Yeah. 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 And I, he needs I, to get out of it and find somebody that, is not going to do that. I'm not saying that drinking's wrong, but mm-hmm. 
there's a pattern to what she's doing, and it's only going to get worse for him. Yeah, yeah. And and why we stay in an unhealthy relationship like that, whatever the behavior is that doesn't, why people stay, that's the issue that he should go and get help on to figure out why did I stay for 12 months with a partner who's abusing, right? Right. I agree. Yeah. 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 There's Bob, have you. Both of them doing what they're doing. Bob, have you ever stayed in a relationship too long that was extremely unhealthy? No. Very nice. No. Uh, but I must admit, I was uh, married for 37 years, 38 years. Mm hmm. So and we had our and you problems, must, but yeah, but it wasn't didn't do with uh, drinking or anything else. But if it would have been, then I'd have been long gone. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm. Well, Bob, I thank you so much for your call today. Um. One eight hundred five four eight eight two five five. One eight hundred five four eight eight two five five. Do you agree with Bob? Here's this guy's been dating her for twelve months. She drinks every weekend. One weekend a month she gets hangover. She becomes incapacitated. They cancel all their plans. Nothing seems to work. Do you agree with Bob? I agree with Bob. He needs to run. And and I think there's two things. I I think I that because we can't control the woman's actions, she's got to figure it out on her own if she wants to figure it out. I mean, if she wants to get out of denial and see she's got a pretty serious problem, that'd be good. But the guy has got to go, in my opinion, my humble opinion, and this is the work I do. The guy's got to go and figure out why the hell did I stay for 12 months with a someone who continues to repeat a behavior that is self-sabotaging the relationship. I mean, you cannot have hangovers every month and have it not be detrimental. As he even said, he has fear now about the relationship and he's got a ton of resentments. Of course you would. A text came in and said she needs to find someone to date who drinks. I love that. 1-800-548-TALK. 1-800-548-TALK. Uh, yeah, she needs to find someone who drinks. That's a great answer. I love that one. Uh, another text came in. She could benefit from AA. Another text come in. He needs to leave ASAP. There is not a doubt. The collective universe here, the collective consciousness is that this dude needs to run. What do you think? 1-800-548-8255. You've been in a relationship with a drinker. Are you the drinker? Are you the person that drinks that other people have said, oh my God, you're drunk again? Like, whatever, dude, right? 1-800-548-8255. We'll continue to take your calls on that if you have other calls. This is another one that came in. Oh, my Lord. Um, my wife just caught me off, cut me off from having sex with her until I lose 60 pounds. My wife just cut me off from having sex with her until I lose 60 pounds. That's fascinating, right? She has been warning me for years. She says the weight keeps coming on and she finds me unattractive now and is concerned for my health. Do you consider this fair? I've tried to negotiate either having less sex or any kind of sex while I lose the weight. She says no. She said I've said it a thousand times before and I never lose it. Do you think it's fair? Do you think it's fair for a partner to cut off their husband or wife from sex because they've gained 60 pounds? Is she setting a really good boundary? Do you agree with the wife that that's a good thing to do? That that's a healthy thing to do? To cut 
off your partner from sex because they've gained a lot of weight, 1-800-548-8255, 1-800-548-8255. Is she going overboard? Is she like, I mean, should she do something to pleasure her husband while he tries to lose the weight? Although, in his words, she says no to everything because she he, he keeps saying, I'm going to lose the weight, and he never does. So if she's worn him for years, isn't that a healthy thing for her to do? Saying, hey, listen, I'm not attracted to you with 60 extra pounds. And if I'm not attracted to you with 60 extra extra pounds, I can't have sex with you. Do you think that's fair? 1-800-548-8255. Do you think it's fair to say to your partner, because you've changed in this way, I'm not going to have sex with you? Or do you think as part of her role as a wife, and if the role was reversed, part of his role as a husband, if she was the one that gained weight, is to accept your partner till death do us part? Are we supposed to accept our partner till death do us part and have sex with them and everything else, even if we find them unattractive because they gained weight? What do you think about that? 1-800-548-8255. So if there was something else that happened to the person that we didn't find becoming, do we cut them off for having sex because we don't find what they're doing becoming? Or do we say, you know what? I'm really sorry that I said that I was going to have you till death do us part when I, I should have written in the writing vows unless you get really fat. Let's go to Dan in Seattle. Dan, you're out with David Essel. Hey, thanks for taking the call. Hey, Dan, um, what's your thoughts? This, I think it's a horrible idea um, because what she's kind of shown is, is she doesn't really enjoy sex and it's something that she does to be nice to him. And... Um, it's, she's kind of using sex as a weapon, and I think that's going to completely ruin their relationship in the in the long run. So, are you married, Dan? No, but I've been in okay. relationships. Okay, if 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 your girlfriend gained sixty pounds, let's say she was, you know, like what five four, five five, something like that, she gained sixty pounds, and so she's sixty pounds heavier. And and if you found that to be very unattractive, would you have sex with her anyway? Well, it, you know, if it's extremely unattractive, it's hard to get turned on. Okay. I don't know if 60 pounds would would do it, but, um, yeah, I would have sex there anyway. I would encourage her some other way because sex is how men kind of express their love to a woman, and if she uh-huh. cuts them off from that, then um, it, it's just going to cause problems, I, I would yeah. think. Yeah, and he's already said he's tried to negotiate all kinds of ways to have some type of sexual relationship with her while he's trying to lose the weight. But he says that her response is, you've been saying this for years. You've never done anything about it. And so I'm not going to have sex with you until you lose it. Hey, let me ask you this. we got about 20 seconds, Dan. Can you see her side at all? Yes, I can see her side, and I think, you know, there's plenty of diets out there. I've been on Jenny Craig, and I've been on the HCG diet. I've been on Atkins, and there's ways to lose weight if you're motivated. So I think you owe that to her. Yeah, I. you know what, Dan? I love your final thought on that. Absolutely. Hey, listen, keep calling us. You're going to get in the lineup. Dan, have a great day. We've got Patrick and Larry. We've got those guys already lined up after this short break. We've got more calls coming in. We're going to get to each and every one of you. I promise you. Keep calling. 1-800-548-TALK. Visit talkdavid.com. I'm David Essel. Stay there. Hi, this is David Essel. And- I ever did that.
So would you cut off your partner from sex because they gained 60 pounds? Dan from Seattle says it's a bad move. We have an email in here from one of our listeners who gained 60 pounds. His wife cut him off and said, you've been promising to lose all this weight. You never lose the weight. I'm not going to have sex with you. I don't find you attractive anymore. I'm concerned about your health, and you're just not going to get any. Dan says that's a problem. He thinks the wife should back off and have sex. What do you think? Call me, 1-800-548-8255. We're going to go to Patrick and Larry in two seconds. They're in the lineup already. Would you have sex with your partner if they gained 60 pounds and you were not attracted to them anymore? Is part of our commitment in marriage... Till death do us part is that if someone gains 60, 80, 100 pounds that we still have sex with them because that's part of the commitment. What do you guys think? And women. Let's go to Alabama. From Seattle to Alabama. Patrick, you're on with David Essel. Hi, how you doing, David? Good, Patrick. What's your thoughts? My thoughts are this. That's the wrong way to go about it. I'm married. I've been married 13 years. My wife gained a ton of weight while she was pregnant. Still is. Still has got the weight on there. Still love her to pieces, but if she, she, I have not cut her off, and if she did that to me, that's a free ticket to go have play. It's a free ticket to go what? Go play. Go find, go. Oh, to go, go play. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, you know, as a matter of fact, Patrick, a, a couple months ago, we had a guy call the show. His wife cut him off for something similar to this, and he ends up going to the Asian massage parlors every week. <laughs> you know he's he's he goes you know i'm I'm not gonna get some kind of disease but i am gonna go get relief and if she's not gonna help me i'll find a way to get it done i 100 percent agree with that yeah you know so you're you know i mean when we gain weight when they're pregnant or whatever you know after yeah. pregnancy you know they still expect us to be with them why yeah. would she do okay. that? I mean, you know, All if right. a person's going to lose weight, they're going to do it on their own by their own by their own means, right? Yeah, well, Patrick, okay, but let, let's not talk about a pregnancy in women because we can understand that. What about a guy yeah. that just lets himself go and she's been, and in the email, he says, she's been warning me for years that this excess weight is creating a, 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 a separation in her attractiveness to me, but I haven't lost the weight and now she's finally had enough and cut her, cut him off. Do you, do you see her side at all? I do see her side because I see the same things with my wife. It's been five years since our last kid. She's gained weight since then. So, I mean, mm-hmm. but you know what? That's not the part that I found attractive about her. You know, it's the person that she is, okay? The person that she was, when I, who I married, is still the same person, other than just changes as we get older. I mean, yeah. that's just, I think, I think that's a little brutal. I mean, there's other ways to do it. You know, I've been trying to encourage my wife and been doing it for the past eight years, and, you know, she'll get onto a kick and then she'll get off it. And I think she's just going about the wrong way. I mean, that's just a little trap. Got it. Patrick, thank you so much for the call. Hey, you have a good one, David. Thank you. All right. You bet. You bet. Uh, we're going to be going to, to Larry in Wisconsin next. But first, let me go through a couple texts. Tiffany, here's our first woman chiming in. She says, I agree with the wife 100%. If my boyfriend gained 50 or 60 pounds and kept it on for a couple years, even though I told him that I was becoming less attracted to him, I would cut him off as well. 
part of love has to be physical attraction. I couldn't force myself to have someone have sex with someone I'm with who I wasn't attracted to anymore. Doesn't that make sense? 1-800-548-8255. Here's the thing that's so interesting. If, in this case, this guy's wife has been telling him for a couple years, as I read the whole email, has been telling him for a couple years, I'm losing my attraction to you. You gained all this weight. You're not doing anything about it. I'm losing my attraction to you. I'm losing my attraction to you. I'm losing my attraction to you. And I can imagine someone in her situation is probably thinking, what the hell? He's not listening to me. He's not cutting back on his intake. He's not doing anything to lose the weight. He doesn't respect me. He doesn't care about my feelings. So if he doesn't respect me for years saying I'm losing my attractiveness, you should lose the weight. If he's not going to respect my feelings that I am drifting away, then I'm just going to shut it off. Can't you see there's a validity there? There's an extremely valid point. Don't you agree with me? She's got a very valid point here. 1-800-548-8255. Text 941-266-7676. Let's go to Wisconsin. From Alabama to Wisconsin. Larry, you're on with David Essel. Yeah, hi, David. How you doing this afternoon? Larry, very nice to talk to you. What's your thoughts on this topic? Oh, man, uh, I couldn't agree more with their wife, you know. I mean, if she, you know, go ahead and do the same thing, she'll get the same result, right? Because like you yes. said, you know, in the email, I mean, she's been uh, advising him, and he's not listening, so she have to take action. So uh, I don't believe that, you know, she's going to, you know, quit having sex with him. She just want to motivate him, you know, so he can stop doing something about it and then reward him, but she won't tell him that because, if she tell him that, then it defeats the purpose of, you know, making him uh, 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 motivated. But, um, hey, David, I'm going uh, to go to a larger point. Uh, yeah. A lot of people, you know, uh, they, not, uh, they don't arm themselves with information. You have to arm yourself with information, you know. And that's the first thing in, you know, in relationship. you got to know, you know, what you want and draw the line, you know. Yes. The different uh, boundaries, David. So if you ask yes. yourself, you know, you know what you want from the beginning, you know, then all these things won't come pop out later, you know, uh, in, 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 the, in, 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 in life, you know, so you guys will understand, you know, have a great understanding. And the second thing, David, is you got to draw, draw a, a boundary. People who are successful like you, you got healthy uh, a boundary in life that you draw already preset. So, you know, you, you, you have that clear understanding. So all these other things. You know, you don't have to worry about it. And the third thing is the karma. Whatever you put in comes back. That is, is from you. So, I mean, these are the three things that you have to look at in a relationship and continue your life by. you got to live by those, by those things. And, uh, and that will be it, David. <laughs> Larry, I love it. I love what you're saying about setting boundaries. And you're right. All of us have to have boundaries in our relationships. We call them deal breakers. We call them boundaries. And if we are not getting those boundaries met, if we're not getting those needs met, we have to be willing to then go to a consequence. Now, one of the cool things I think this woman is doing is she's setting a boundary. Now she's adding a consequence. She's for, for years have been saying to this guy, her husband, you keep gaining weight. I'm finding you less attractive. If you keep gaining weight, I'm going to shut the sex off. 
and now she's holding yep. the consequence. I think, Larry, yep, you're right. I think you're right, Larry, and I'm so glad you called us. All right. Thank you so much, David. Talk to you later. Yes, yes thank you, sir. 1-800-548-8255. 1-800-548-8255. Don't you see the validity in what this woman is doing? She's not leaving the marriage. She's not breaking the vow. But she is saying, I have been setting the boundaries for so long. You're not listening to me. You're not respecting me. You're not paying attention to my needs. And now I have to set the consequence. The boundary says this is unacceptable. Well, a lot of us are great at setting boundaries, but we don't set the consequence. Now this woman is saying, I have set the boundaries for years. You're not respecting me. You're not listening to me. Now I have to do the consequence, which is you are not going to get what you desire until you follow through with your words saying you're going to lose the weight. I am totally in the wife's corner. Do you agree with me? 1-800-548-8255. Do you agree? Don't you agree? If you do, I would love to hear from you. If you don't agree, I would love to hear from you. I would love to see someone convince me, and I know Patrick and Dan have tried, that this is a wrong move. And and I can understand if it's something like a pregnancy. I can understand if there's a medical condition that someone cannot lose the weight totally. But she is – and, and listen, and I'm not even saying that every person in a marriage where their partner gains 60 pounds of weight, I'm not saying that every person should cut them off. But I, why I'm defending this woman is because for years she has said this is unacceptable to her. And it may not be unacceptable to other people, but we're not concerned about other people. I'm supporting her because she's given this guy a ton of warning. Call me, 1-800-548-TALK. Oh, a shout-out to one of our listeners in Florida. Oh, my Lord. Thank you, L, for supporting our show so much. We got to do a shout-out. Hi, L. Thank you for supporting our show and telling all of your friends to listen to David Essel Alive. XM246 every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific. Call me, 1-800-548-8255. After these messages, we're back. I'm David Essel. David Essel in the box every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific, 1-800. You have a thought, you have a question, you have a comment. You're trying to get to a different place in life and not sure how to lose the weight, find the lover, release the addiction, get closer to God. Whatever your question is, we have the answer, 1-800-548-8255. I'm going to go through, first of all, thank you for all the calls, all the texts, the emails regarding the, the listener whose wife cut him off for sex because he gained 60 pounds and over the last several years has refused to lose it. Thank you very much for all of your feedback on that. I gave you my opinion. 
which I'm sure is the correct one. <laughs> Don't you love that when a host says that? So uh, let me, if you have any other questions or comments on that topic, absolutely contact me. Uh, let me go to some of your, uh, of your other emails. I hear you say you do not believe in goal setting with baby steps. You're right. I do not. Please explain as this is what my life coach has me doing. Oh, well, well, well. Okay. Listen. If you like your life coach and you're getting what you want out of life, don't change a thing regardless of what I say. Okay? Don't change a thing. This is why we don't believe in baby steps. The reward is so tiny. So if if someone needed to lose 100 pounds and they said, you know, I'm not exercising at all, so I'm going to walk 10 minutes a day. Because it's a baby step and it's better than doing nothing, we would say, I would rather have you do nothing. I swear to God, I know this is radical for a lot of people, but I would say don't waste your time even walking 10 minutes a day. Don't even do it. And then a lot of people would say, that's crazy, David. Doing something is better than nothing. And I say, no, it's not. And this is why. If you have to lose 100 pounds, walking 10 minutes a day is going to do nothing. It's not going to move a freaking ounce. It's not going to lose a pound. You might walk a year, 10 minutes a day, and not lose a pound. I am not kidding you. For a variety of reasons I won't get into on the air. it's They're just too long. But one of them, which I will tell you, is, is that a person that wants to lose weight, they think they're doing exercise, walking 10 minutes a day, and all of a sudden they'll say, well, you know, since I walked earlier today, I can have an extra fill in the blanks. Do you get it? It's not going to work. However... The person who needs to lose 100 pounds, and let's say they're ambulatory, and let's say that they don't have any huge issues where they could actually even saunter for 30 minutes a day, I would say 30 minutes would be great because of the fact that over the course of a year, if that's all they did was walk 30 brisk minutes a day, they would see an end result. Now, if they're my client, I would have them walking 30 minutes a day for the first 30 days, and then I'd be bumping them up every month to get them up to an hour so they could actually lose the weight in 12 months. Do you get me? Don't do baby steps. It's an absolute waste of time. You're not going to get it. Now, the only difference here, I'll tell you, in baby steps, the only area of life that I say baby steps works is in learning the art of meditation. Putting in a couple minutes a day of deep breathing is phenomenally difficult for someone who has never tried to meditate or relax. That case, that's not a baby step. Everything else it is. Uh, speaking of meditation, this, this email just came in. How much time does it take to learn how to meditate? And I'm going to say four to seven minutes a day with a CD. Don't try to learn to meditate through a book on your own. Uh, but four to seven minutes a day, you know, seven days a week, you can learn how to meditate. I, and I'm going to give you this. Here's a free free thing that you can go to YouTube. We have a free video on meditation at YouTube. Go to YouTube. Google David Essel slash meditation. So go to YouTube. In the search box, put David Essel, E-S-S-E-L, slash meditation. And there's a free video there that you can follow. And just go ahead and step by step and bingo. Uh, my husband listened to a show you did where you said TV in the background all day or night hurts us. I have soap operas, reality shows, etc. on 24-7. I do not think this is bad as I'm not actually paying attention. And this is, this is false. Your subconscious is a sponge. If you're listening to negative television, which is all the stuff that you mentioned, gossip-oriented television, which is everything you mentioned, soap operas, reality shows, etc., it's all about negativity, gossip, crap, 
resentments, blah, 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 blah. If you've got that crap on in the background, I don't care if you're vacuuming. I don't care if you're dusting, if you're making pie. It doesn't matter to me. The subconscious is soaking all that nonsense in. And your attitude is going to go down. Your motivation is going to go down for 99% of us. So your husband, who shared with you that little factoid, is correct. I would take all of that stuff out of your life, and I would actually put something motivational on or nothing. I think silence is the best thing. Silence allows emotions to come to the surface. Silence allows the subconscious to think for you, to come up with solutions. But noise does not allow us to be creative. Uh, oh, my God, there's so many questions here. I want to. Um, how many days does it take to create a new habit, like exercise, meditation, getting up earlier? Some people say 21 days. Is that, is that all that's necessary? You know, in our work over the past 30 years, we have found it takes 90 days to create a new habit. So if you need to get up earlier, just before for that early day to become who you are, it could take, an, on average, in our work, about 90 days. For someone to get used to the, a life of sobriety, 90 days of not drinking and working with a, a coach or a counselor will give you a really, and going to like 12-step means, will give you a really good chance to make it a habit. 90 days of exercising at a gym or walking around your neighborhood will give it a really good chance to become the habit that you want it to become so that you can then make the changes necessary. Hey, and, and something just popped in my head. You know, on YouTube, we have 450 free videos on personal growth. Just go to YouTube and in that search box, put my name, David Essel, for any topic. David Essel relationships, David Essel personal growth, David Essel motivation. And we have 450 videos that are free. Also, don't forget to like us on Facebook, David Essel Alive. Just like it, David Essel Alive. Seven days a week, we give away free motivation. Check that out. And also the free book, The Power of Focus, at talkdavid.com. We give away so much free information to help you change your life. And it's all, all, all free. Uh, oh, my goodness. The emails, they just keep coming in. This is absolutely a trip. Uh, my boyfriend of three years just told me he is gay. Is this possible? How could it be? Aren't you gay from birth if you are really gay? Is That's a great question. You know, a lot of, of people that are gay or transgendered, lesbian, gay, or transgendered, submerge who they are to be accepted by society. And some people do it for their whole life. Some people do it for 10, 12, 14 years, and then at 15 they wake up and say, I can't live this lie anymore. I'm gay, I'm lesbian, I'm transgendered. And they start living the life that they are actually inside. Some people wait until their 40s, 50s, or 60s. So I, I think I'm going to answer your question in two ways. I think that it could be very valid. Uh, we have worked with a lot of individuals that have decided to come out of the closet. Uh, the youngest person I ever worked with was 13 years old, who was a transgendered person. It was just amazing, an amazing opportunity for me to see that. I, we've worked with people that are lesbian and gay. They came out at 16. So, uh, the, the, the oldest was 40. And to try to now integrate themselves into their family and relationships was an absolute challenge, but all of them are doing great. 
So that is the, I'm going to say that's the predominant reason. The other reason could be that they just want to break up with you. And I don't say that lightly, uh, but they just might, maybe they don't have enough self-esteem where they could break up with you just because they want to break up with you. So they may say something really outrageous like that in order to give themselves an excuse. But let's give them the benefit of the doubt and say that they've just avoided, been in denial about who they really are. And now they're coming to the fact. I am so glad that you were with us today. That you hung out, that you listened. Share with your friends that we're on every Saturday, 6 to 9. And don't forget at TalkDavid.com, you can listen to all the archives of our shows. TalkDavid.com. I'm David Essel. Be bold, be strong, be positive. See you next week.